A deal finally reached, an all-star performance for the ages, and even a little soccer. Today, I've got four cards for you. And I'm back to tell you which cards to buy, sell, or hold. This is The Forecast. Happy to be back here with you guys on another episode of The Forecast. So today I am talking about some of the most topical stories in sports, some of the biggest names in sports. And this week there is nothing more topical than finally Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys reaching a deal. What a long, strange trip it has been. So let's start there with Dak Prescott. Now, Unless you're living under a rock, by now you know that Dak Prescott, he got his money, honey. Four years, $160 million. It could be up to $164 million with bonuses. He's got a $66 million signing bonus. He'll make $75 million in 2021, $95 million fully guaranteed. It's an NFL record in terms of how much money he has guaranteed in this contract. Dak basically got everything he wanted. So I don't know what the Dallas Cowboys were doing, dragging their feet this whole time. I'm really surprised that at the end here, what felt like the final hours, the Cowboys just gave Dak everything after being so steadfast, even before his injury, that they weren't gonna give in. And now after a catastrophic injury, they give in seemingly to everything Dak wanted. I don't know if there was maybe a year's issue here where Dak only got four years. Maybe he wanted eight years. Maybe he wanted some sort of really long, absurd contract. And that's where the Cowboys put down their foot. But Dak Prescott appears to be the big winner here. And now he has to produce on the field. Let's take a look. We know that Dak's a good quarterback. I don't actually think he's an elite quarterback. I'm saying second-tier quarterback, not top-tier quarterback. Everybody agrees Dak Prescott is good. I don't think anybody puts Dak Prescott in the same class as a Patrick Mahomes or an Aaron Rodgers-type quarterback. So we know Dak's good. What about his card value? Let's jump straight into things. Why you guys are here is to learn about what's happening with his card now that this deal has been done, now we know Dak Prescott is going to remain a Dallas Cowboy, at least here for the foreseeable future. Let's take a look at his 2016 Prism Silver PSA 10. It's currently up 120% over the last 90 days. But look for this number to blow up even more in the days and weeks ahead because now we've got a deal a lot of people believe now that there's a lot of pressure on this two-time Pro Bowler in Dak Prescott. Now he's got to lead America's team to some sort of results here since he got a record-breaking contract. So Jeff, right now, Dak's card, if you look at the charts, that trajectory has been pretty over the last three months. He's got his deal. He's staying in Dallas. Do we buy, do we sell, or do we hold? Dak Prescott. Amber, this is a tough one because I could argue this either way. I could tell you that Dak Prescott is the face of America's team, one of the biggest franchises in all of professional sports, and his career numbers have actually been pretty good. Maybe he's a bit undervalued based on his career performance. Or I could tell you that the Cowboys are perennial underachievers, that they are always hyped going into every season and there are huge playoff expectations upon them. 
that they always seem to fall short of. So I could argue it either way. What's interesting is that if you look at DAX card prices right now, they're kind of right in the middle as well. They're in the middle of where they were before last season started and then where they were at their peak right before he got injured early last season because there was a big run up in his card prices the month before last season started and going all the way through the date he got injured. And they're kind of right there in the middle of that point. So for Dak right now, I'm gonna tell you to hold. I'm a hold on Dak. I think you could kind of go either way. I'm stuck in the middle. And therefore, if I've got Dak Prescott cards, I'm holding them, but I'm not running out to buy anymore. So from one of the biggest names in football, where Dak's one of the biggest names in football because of the market he plays in, because he's the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, to a guy in the NBA who's one of the biggest names in the league, but it really has nothing to do with the market he plays in and everything to do with how good he actually is in the court because he's one of the best players in the league. And I'm talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo. Now, Giannis had a monster all-star game. We're coming off of all-star weekend in the NBA. I think a lot of people felt like Generally, All-Star Weekend was a bit lackluster this season. I know I, I didn't actually get a chance to watch it, but I heard that the dunk contest sucked, uh, Steph won the three-point contest. That's kind of predictable. But this All-Star Game performance from Giannis, he was perfect. 16 for 16 shooting, 35 points he put up in that game. And of course, he was named the All-Star Game MVP. Giannis is having a great season. Giannis is averaging 29 points per game, nine rebounds per game, uh, almost uh, four and a half assists per game. He's shooting 56%. And the Milwaukee Bucks are sitting third place in the Eastern Conference right now. Another good performance from the Milwaukee Bucks this season. Another good season so far from Giannis Antetokounmpo. But I'm here to talk about his card. And this is why we're talking about Giannis on today's show. Not just because he had that monster performance in the All-Star game, but I think what's been happening with Giannis's card this season is actually really interesting because Giannis staying in Milwaukee, signing that long extension in Milwaukee, telling us that there's no chance he's going anywhere else, actually killed his card value some. People in the hobby apparently are not in on Milwaukee. Now you are talking about a small market team and you're talking about a place that does not attract free agents. So maybe people in the hobby felt like well, the Bucks, they're gonna have a hard time getting even better than they already are. Obviously, they did bring in Drew Holiday in the offseason, but they have a hard time attracting real superstars to join Giannis in a market like Milwaukee. And so would he have had more value to people in the hobby and investors if he had gone somewhere more flashy? Some of the other cities and destinations that we were hearing that he might be linked to. Obviously, that was not Giannis's MO. He doesn't care that he's in a small market. He loves Milwaukee, so it is what it is. Let's take a look at Giannis's 2013 Prism PSA 10, and you'll see what I'm talking about here, guys. For a player this good, and again, we are talking about one of the very best players in the entire league, his card is down 15% over the last 90 days. You see that steady decline on this chart over the last few months. What does this mean for you? Maybe this means a buying opportunity because after all, we are talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo and maybe those cards getting a little cheaper means opportunity. So Jeff, do we buy, do we sell, or do we hold? 
my take on Giannis is going to surprise many of you out there. Because if you've been watching this channel for the last year, you know I have been a big Giannis advocate. In fact, at the beginning of last April, when the pandemic was starting to rage and sports card prices were really dropping, I was buying sports cards. And I did a whole video on this channel in particular about how I was buying Giannis cards at that moment, including this Giannis rookie card, Prism Prisms, the predecessor to Prism Silver in PSA Gem Mint 10, because I was certain that sports cards were gonna rage back and I was certain that Giannis cards in particular were going to go up a lot in value, it happened. So I have been a big fan of Giannis the whole way through. But as I sit here today, I'm gonna to be honest with you and tell you I'm worried about Giannis's card prices. And for that reason, I'm thinking about selling. And the reason why is because I'm concerned that he signed this long contract to stay in Milwaukee and the Bucks got a little bit better, but other teams in the East got a lot better. And I'm concerned about how much better the Nets may be than the Bucks. And I'm concerned that the Bucks may be a team with one really great star player who can never actually ever make it to the promised land, who never actually gets to sniff the NBA Finals. And if that is the case with Giannis's career, it's not gonna help his card prices accelerate the way that they probably should based on how good of a player he actually is. So I'm a little worried right now. I'm thinking about selling some of my Giannis cards. So from one of the biggest names in the NBA to another guy who is an all-star, but certainly not one of the biggest names. In fact, probably underrated in the league. And I'm talking about Nikola Vucevic. Now, Vucevic right now is linked to all sorts of rumors. And he is having an absolutely monster season, quietly, because the Orlando Magic are not good. And it seems like the wheels are coming off even more for the Orlando Magic going into the second half of the season. Vucevic is a very good player on a very bad team, and he certainly has an opportunity on a bad team to stat pad a little bit, but this season he's averaging 25 points per game. He's averaging over 11 rebounds per, for per game. I mean, he's having a really, really incredible season here. He has been linked in trade rumors over the last few days to the Miami Heat, to the Boston Celtics or several other teams out there that he's linked to in trade rumors. I don't know if the Magic want to give up Vucevic. Why would the Magic want to give up such a good player? Well, I'll tell you why. For the Magic perspective, maybe you're looking at Vucevic and you're thinking, hey, he is having a lights out season. This is the height. He's 30 years old. This is the height right now of his career, the first half of the season. So maybe we cash in now because Vucevic himself, as great as he is, is not enough. He's not winning Orlando anything. It's not translating in the win column for the Orlando Magic. They've still got a lot more rebuilding to do. And how do you rebuild if you're a market like Orlando? That's not a free agent destination in Orlando. You try to rebuild by drafting well and by making the right trades to acquire even more assets, whether those be young guys or draft capital so that you can continue to build through the draft. Now, Vucevic, again, 30 years old, so maybe not young enough to really build around because the Magic are not a year away from a rebuild here. They're probably years away. And by the time you actually get this right, assuming that they do get it right through the draft or bringing in some of these young pieces, Vucevic is probably past his prime. 
So if I'm in charge of the Orlando Magic, I'm looking at this like, hey, I don't want to lose a great player, but at the same time, this is the time to sell high on a great player, trade him away to one of these other teams, and maybe try to get some of that capital in return that can be more worthwhile to me in the long run. That's why the Orlando Magic would think about trading away a guy who is having a monster season and who is very good in a small market. It remains to be seen whether that's actually going to happen. I don't know if these rumors are really out there because Orlando's shopping him or just because he's a good player on a bad team and everyone assumes that good players on bad teams might be on the trade block. But let's take a look at what's been happening here with Vucevic's card. Over the last 90 days, this is looking at his 2012 Prism PSA 10. It is up 227% in value. It's also extremely low in population. There are only 32 in PSA 10s out there at the moment. Now this is mainly because Vucevic hasn't really gotten much attention until now. So a lot of people haven't been sending his cards off for grading very long. That leads to a very small supply in the marketplace. What does that mean for the hobby? So what do we do right now? Vucevic is in a lot of headlines and a lot of trade rumors. He is an all-star this season. There's not many of those PSA 10s right now in rotation. So Jeff, do we buy, do we sell, or do we hold? Vucevic has been a great story this year. This guy is having career highs. He's having a career year, even though he's 30 years old. And of course, now there are many suitors around the NBA who want to trade for him. But if you're gonna buy Vuce's cards right now, it's high risk, high reward in my opinion, because you are absolutely banking on a trade happening and him being shipped off to a contender, such as the Boston Celtics, one of the teams that is rumored to have some interest in him. If that type of trade happens, then Vooch's cards will absolutely rise on the news of that trade. But if it doesn't happen and the NBA trade deadline passes in a few weeks, then Vooch's cards are gonna start to fall. So for that reason, it's high risk, high reward. If I had Vooch cards right now, I would just hold and wait to see what happens. So we've talked about one of the biggest names in football, one of the biggest names in basketball. Let's move on to the biggest name in American soccer, and that is Christian Pulisic. Now, Pulisic plays in the prestigious Premier League in England. He plays on Chelsea, and we already know that that's a big deal for any American to make it to playing at those levels. Pulisic also is going to be the face of Team USA in just a year when that 2022 World Cup rolls around. Pulisic is a great player. He certainly is the face of American soccer and he is young. However, they got a new manager in Chelsea in January and Pulisic has not seen the pitch nearly enough since that time. It is becoming pretty clear that his new manager, maybe not the biggest fan of the American on the soccer field. So what does that mean in terms of the hobby? Well, Christian Pulisic, you're talking about a 22 year old, okay? The future is still very bright for this young guy and he's got his whole career ahead of him. So even if in 2021, the last few months, 
His manager hasn't been utilizing him the same way that we saw him utilized. He was lights out after the Premier League came back after their COVID break, for example, where he scored five goals and four assists during that time. So maybe he's not that what he was, what, just like six months ago, whenever that was. But he's still got all this time ahead of him for his manager to figure it out or him to find a new landing spot at some point if this manager ends up really not favoring him. So let's take a look at his card. His 2016 Donruss debuts PSA 10. This is a little surprising because I just told you, Pulisic is not getting enough playing time. And yet his card prices have been creeping up lately very steadily. Look at the last 90 days. Overall, 28%. So even though you're seeing over these last three months on this chart here from market movers, you're seeing some dips. You have to look at this overall and overall you like that trajectory and it appears that you're getting even a little bump at the end. So maybe people in the hobby overall are not deterred by the fact that you haven't seen him playing on that bitch nearly as much as you should since his new manager Tussle took over in January. So Jeff, what do we do in the hobby right now with Christian Pulisic? Do we buy, do we sell, or do we hold? With Christian Pulisic, play the long game and buy. I am a big buy believer in Christian Pulisic right now. Look, I don't know what's happening at Chelsea. There's all the issues with why is he not playing more? Is he still injured? Is he not getting along with the new manager? I don't care about any of that. What I care about is that the World Cup is next year and the U.S. men's national team is on the rise. They've got a lot of young star players and Christian Pulisic is going to be the headliner of that team. And then also what I care about, if you're willing to play the real long game, which I think you should, is that the World Cup is here in the United States in 2026. And that is right when Christian Pulisic and some of his U.S. men's national team teammates should be in their prime. And that is really when I think he and the U.S. men's national team will take center stage and their card prices will rise. So if you're willing to play the long game as an investor, I think Christian Pulisic is a strong buy. All right, guys. So that'll do it today for me and Jeff. Thanks for joining us as always. Today was fun. We got to talk about some of the biggest names in sports. We're going to do it again next week. Join us on Thursday. Jeff will have more content for you on Sunday. And from everybody here at Sports Card Investor, happy investing. Happy investing.